0: Hello, lovely humans. Let's talk about how wonderful the world is.
1: Are you mad? It's bloody awful out there. It's just the worst. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of Just the Worst Podcast, brought to you by Patricia and Valentina. Hi, everybody. I'm trying to do a sexy NPR voice, and I cannot. That's Patty's job. Patty, do your sexy (laughs) NPR voice. Come
0: on. On command?
1: Yes. You can't
0: do it on command.
1: You're basically doing it now.
0: Oh, well, then I can do it on command. Shweaty balls. Exactly. That's the only thing I know how to say in that voice.
1: I feel like there should be some like subscribe, rate, review. Find Mm. us on Facebook.
0: All I have to do is channel that woman with her sweaty balls. All
1: I have to do. Where do? are you from?
0: I'm from. Uh, All's I
1: gotta do. I'm from Southern California. Oh. The that's South. how we talk down there. The South. The South, exactly. All those poor people. Yeah. Uh, hey, Patty. What's
0: going on? What's new? What's up? Um, we just went back to work after a four day holiday. Boo. Yeah.
1: It was Thanksgiving. Woohoo. Love to eat our. Her.
0: Her- Did you eat any turkey
1: on Thanksgiving? So much. Did you really? Where? I did, here. You made turkey? Yeah, so I wound up having too many invitations to go places, and then they all backfired, so that I was stuck at home. So I was like, I'm going to do store-bought Thanksgiving, but then I figured out how to doctor every store-bought item to taste like it was actually a home meal. Wow.
0: That's pretty talented.
1: Poultry seasoning.
0: I wish you had come over to my house. I wouldn't have eaten any of that food.
1: I know, but you scared me away when you said you were going to see homeless people.
0: (laughs) Well, I was going to see them. They weren't coming to see me. True. And we just brought them food and hung out with them for like a half hour and got the deal on what was going on with them and tried to figure out if we can help them some more. Cool. And? You will? Uh, We're going to try. We're going to try to help them get into a place. That's awesome. I've kind of adopted them through Christmas in my head. Oh. They have another month to get their shit together. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) kidding. (laughs) <laughs> they're they're incredible people. They have run upon some hard luck. There's two of them that are working that's full time. Common. They're living out of a freaking car. So I can't with two say little I'm kids.
1: That far off?
0: Yeah, you're pretty far off. You're employed. You have a home. You have a truck and a motorcycle.
1: Yeah, <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's the noise it makes. <laughs>
1: That was my, it could all go away in a heartbeat.
0: No, I guess. Well, that could all go away for any of us in a heartbeat. Sometimes I think about that, like, we have all these big plans right now, but, like, tomorrow,
1: who knows? Right? You could lose a job. You oh, could get no, sick. Oh, no, I keep, like, a running log of, like, people I could call if I was going to be homeless. Yeah, you could come to my and house. And I'm really sad that there's, like, some of the friends that I've had gone through rougher times and decided to just... N- not do it anymore. I'm very sad that they didn't think that, like, maybe I was an option to help them. And I feel like, you know how there's, like, stages of cancer? I feel like there should be, like, stages of suicidalness. This is pretty deep. I just went really well, deep really did. fast. I'm very sorry. But I have well, had this conversation with friends. Uh huh. You don't have hiccups, do you?
0: I do not have the hiccups. <laughs> I just got startled.
1: But no, I feel like it's one of those things where it's like, I'm not Level four, like, ready to kill myself right now. But I'm really just not doing okay. Like, I'm a level one, like, where I feel like I'm, like, out of the normal population. And I, if something happened to where I wouldn't live anymore, I'd be okay with that. But I'm not going to, like, actively do anything. Like, I feel like there should be stages like that to where you could, you know, like, say to people, hey, I'm, like, level two. You know what I think the problem with suicidalness
0: is, is that you don't feel like you can tell people or it's you don't want to tell people because you want to do it. You know, like yeah. once you well, get serious like, about it, yeah. if somebody, if you tell somebody, then you got to change. And sometimes that's hard and you've already decided what you're going to do. And so if you tell somebody, then you have to actually do something different. That's
1: true. But so I, I do, think it's hard for I those do wish that there that was situation. a way that was like, I'm subnormal. Well, so everyone. now you just told me that. So now what am I supposed to do? Oh, well, no, I'm not oh. now. Okay. I
0: thought you were just telling us that you were all at level one. Was I no, no? But I <laughs> you were just giving an example of what it would be just, like if yeah, you were just playing it out. <laughs> I was like getting really sad, like oh my god, Valentina, we yeah, need to go just, into therapy right just now. not in
1: lines, don't
0: worry. Okay, about okay. That.
1: Phew. No, but I do think, and I've noticed this with a couple friends too. The ones that haven't actually gotten that far, but that I know battle mental yeah. illness, that it is like a thing where it's like I wish I could just like shoot up. A flare gun that's like I bet you were gonna
0: say something different.
1: (laughs) Not heroin
0: (laughs) does help with the sadness.
1: Still haven't done it. Thank you. No, but if I could like shoot up a flare gun that's like, hey guys, I'm not great. Like I don't know. You can. You can tell me a casserole stop by. I don't know.
0: Well, I'll be your lifeline, Valentina. So hey, if I friend. keep coming over here every Monday and find out that it's just going no, downhill. I used to try
1: to figure out like, you know, how everybody has like the motion detector bracelets, like it um Fitbit. And oh, yeah, and yeah, Jawbone yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, how can I program it so that if I'm like immobile for more than like <laughs> 20 hours, someone will come over. And call so somebody. Because my cats will eat my face because they're fucking dicks like that. The dogs won't for a while. They will get hungry. They will. Thankfully, like, my window's open so the cat can brag it out. But I don't want to be discovered, like, a week later, a year later, and i have just, my face eating off. Well, you do
0: have neighbors pretty close. I think they would probably figure it out pretty quick.
1: Just because of the smell, but then you're not in good shape. But I'm a little concerned that you're this worried about that. But I've always been this worried about
0: that. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right well welcome to just the worst everyone.
1: (laughs) literally just the worst i don't know what you tuned in for it's not rainbows suicidal thoughts yeah Uh, some people have them yeah so we both spent thanksgiving alone
0: my (laughs) um, contemplating our mortality no i didn't i i didn't feel very well so i didn't do half the things i planned to do my husband and son were out of town Um, so yeah. And I managed to avoid the rest of my family and not tell any of them that my husband and son were out of town so that they tried to make me go somewhere else, which you win a little prize. Yeah, I won a little prize. And I actually was on Friday. I was like, oh yeah, I just like hung out and ate tacos and watched Peaky Blinders. And people (gasps) were like, I'm so jealous. That's amazing. Just
1: the fact that you're
0: watching Peaky Blinders makes me happy. It's over now. I know. I'm actually watching something. And we talked about the fact. Yes, that's it though. That's the only show I really watch right now, but it's over. So I'll have to find something else. Yep. Um, and we talked about the fact that you need to start watching polling, yeah, I what what
1: pulling. Yeah. Cause it's fucking hilarious.
0: Pulling. P-U-L-L-I-N-G. Pulling. English polling. comedy. Hilarious. Three drunk women. Couldn't be funnier. Oh
1: my God. Am I not on it?
0: You should be on you I'm constantly I'm annoyed you, that I'm
1: not on drunk history.
0: This will be like your new Arrested Development. Whoa. It is so funny. Our dog's getting up at he's Trying to dig a hole in the couch.
1: Yeah. One dog's Welcome trying to, to make himself house. comfortable. The other dog, who's face. at least a foot away, is annoyed by this. Mm-hmm. Um, she's a bitch. Yeah.
0: So we both successfully avoided people for the holiday. At least the first part. Yeah. But I didn't even short mean life. to. I know.
1: That's sad. That's the worst. It's when I have the best intentions. I'm going to go up to Napa and get super drunk with all my friends. And then my truck's like, nope.
0: Not doing it, and your friends were like, "Nope, we're not doing it. We all want to be alone and sad." No, I would my, have been
1: happy. No, my Napa friends did hang
0: out. Oh, I would have been happy if my husband and son were home, but they did have a trip planned. I mean, I didn't, but I decided not to go.
1: Feel like, on one hand, I'm really happy that I came from a family that doesn't give a shit about that kind of stuff. But on the other hand, I'm really sad that I don't have a family that's like you. We'll attend. Right. Or that's it. Well, you know what that like, tells there's me? There's something I love about that, though. What that
0: tells me, though, is that we're never happy. Probably. With whatever we're handed. It's like, I wish it was different, you know? Yeah. So that's, that's kind of a holiday. And I mean, it can be fun getting together with the family because there's so much chaos involved in it. Totally. But yeah, I didn't do it for Thanksgiving, and I don't know what we're doing for Christmas, but I do know that I have some social events that I need to attend Boo. that I'm already thinking about. How do I get out of this? Yes. Starting tomorrow with a non holiday related thing, but it's a, a work event I have to go to.
1: But you're winning an award. It's a major reward. It's an award. <laughs> it's yeah. Italian. So I have for to go... chile. So I'm it's a major <laughs> award.
0: So I have to go um, to to award ceremony well, maybe with people I don't know. Do and to a dinner afterwards.
1: And like... the
0: thing is, is like in my normal professional life, I have to be normal and professional. So, yeah. all the stuff that I'm actually feeling and thinking has to get stuffed down why? because it's not personal like i it's not that I don't like individual people, it's just that they make me anxious.
1: but just try to find out like the weirdest thing about them. yeah,
0: well, sometimes I can so i I decided because the holidays are coming up, and because I do get so fucking weird about being <laughs> around people, um. I would look into social anxiety disorder.
1: Oh. Also known as sad. Tell me more.
0: Yeah. Because I was like, do, is this what's going on with me? Am I bipolar? Because sometimes I think I'm bipolar. Um, because I have like, last. I know. Well, that's the thing I I learn is like the more I say it out loud, the more people are like, yes, totally. And it makes me wonder, like, are we all running around like total fucking maniacs Yes, in our heads but um, pretending to be normal?
1: Otherwise, you're a salesman.
0: Well, I do work with salesmen, so. Um, But, like, I just have, I have, like, these just kind of, most of the time, don't want to be around people with them with extreme bouts of, I totally want to be around people. Yes. Where I act like a complete nut. Yes. And get very excited about everything. Yes. And get 25 other people engaged in my madness. Yes. And then the next day, I'm like, holy shit, what did I do?
1: Yeah, you guys go do that. I'll just stay here by...
0: Yeah, and then two days later, I'll be all excited about it again. So, yep. um, yeah, so it's crazy. So I wanted to look at social anxiety disorder because I know I have some of these things coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I do get around people, and when I do have to be on, it takes me like three days to recover from it. So like, <laughs> oh, I have to go home and goodness. be like, oh my god, I don't want to talk to people. What a sweet baby, I know I'm just like
1: a little innocent child. Like oh, are little They're precious just, lamb. Yeah, little precious lamb. Um, which is so weird though, because like to me, you're such a badass. That, like, I can't imagine anything phasing you.
0: I know, right? Like, like that's... you have a
1: tattoo on the inside of your arm. Well, that's just physical but stuff. But no, that's bananas. It's, like, the heartiest part. The heartiest part? For me, it was. The uh, feel free to write it and let us know. What is your
0: opinion on inner arm tattoos?
1: Right? I think that they send shoots of pain into your brain. But it was not this way for Patty. Okay,
0: well, so here's the thing though is like, that's not a big deal. That kind of pain is not, I mean, but it's you can, temporary. but
1: yeah. So who cares? But I mean, that's how I feel about m- most of my tattoos, but like that inside part yeah, where it, you just couldn't do it. It, but it doesn't literally like send something into your brain. Like, All of the other tattoos I have are just like this very superficial, like someone stabbing me in my arm. Right. Which is fine. Yeah. But nothing has ever been like, no, this is literally taking over my nervous system with this amount of shooting pain. I just
0: got this little one on my heel. And um and i showed it to you yes and i couldn't stop moving thing? my foot no i just it just it was just like a reaction nice. and i was like oh god and he's like holding my foot down because it just You're wouldn't like, so sorry I like, yeah i was just like sorry i've lost control of the nerves of my feet true
1: it's I don't
0: just, i'm trying to sit still I, but i can't
1: not even in the ballpark of coolness <sighs> but i had fake eyelashes put on one time <laughs> and the totally idea not of trying to just never open your eyes Was the worst. Like, I just kept being like, I have to open them. I have to open them. And the girl was like, Stop opening them.
0: And I was like, So just being told you can't do something. Yeah, it was this
1: weird, like, Well, Well, no, I have to. I'm so sorry.
0: Have you ever had an MRI?
1: I don't think so. Is that in the tube?
0: Yeah. And so I've had to get a couple, and there's one part, one of my, I got one of my brain done. And um, yeah. And uh, they tell you not to swallow. Like, okay. Oh, that's weird. When this happens, you can't swallow. So then you don't have to swallow at all until Mm -hmm. they tell you you can't swallow. And then all you have to do is swallow. Yeah, Yeah. it's horrible. But most of the time, I'm like this weird anomaly because I fall asleep in the MRI machines and I've had a few of them. And they make this crazy loud knocking noise. But I can fall asleep during anything, especially stressful situations, which is one of the other things that I thought was really interesting about the social anxiety thing because they give you all these symptoms. And I think the one thing that happens to me when I get stressed out about something is I get super tired. So like I, yeah, I literally will fall asleep. So like when I was a kid, my family, when my parents are getting divorced, my, um, we had to go to family therapy, so it was me, my older sister, and my parents. And mm-hmm. I would fall asleep in therapy almost every single no, week. That's... And the therapist was like, "There's something wrong here. Like that's not <laughs> a good reaction." But that's kind of It's like I'm just checking out. I'm just Pardon gonna me. process <laughs> all
1: of this when I'm 40. Bye. Exactly.
0: When I'm in therapy, when this I'm this is older. all gonna
1: manifest itself as social <laughs> anxiety later. I'm just gonna check yeah, out right exactly. Now.
0: But no. I'm a high-functioning social anxiety person, so I got that going for me. And I yeah. couldn't decide if it's social anxiety or bipolar um, or Ooh. if I'm just extremely self-obsessed and thinking about myself too much Ooh. and I should just stop it. But um, that's easier said There's than that. Been. There is that. Um, that's what I've been conditioned to believe. Um, that you're just overly self-absorbed?
1: Yes. My parents come from the generation... oh, Well, you're a single child. Single child. And they did everything right, of course. Um so yeah, it's just this very like oh well you're just this like self-coddling generation that just thinks that you know anytime the no, wind that's the one blows below the wrong us. way that's what I we're Gen
0: Xers we're hardy souls
1: no we're we make else. shit work
0: I'm a Gen Xer
1: I'm something
0: else are you on the Gen Y border
1: no I'm like a Zennial or something oh. where it's like borderline oh because you had no.
0: technology for a while and all that weirdness. yes yeah
1: that I. Had it enough to know what it does, but not that it like shaped my right ...bringing.
0: Yeah, in I'm a, I'm pretty solidly in the Gen X world, yeah. but that's fine. That's good. That's cool. Yeah, that's whatever. Cool. Uh, so anyway, it's it's always nice to know you're not alone in your madness. No so one is. I found out today, <clears throat> not today, this weekend, that about 15 million American adults suffer from sad.
1: That doesn't surprise <laughs> me. Social
0: anxiety disorder. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Really now keep, from now on it's not that? Yeah. Well, just in <laughs> oh, case people just think I think they're just sad. Everyone's sad. Everyone's so sad. But it's the second most commonly diagnosed anxiety disorder. Behind. Specific phobia.
1: Oh, interesting.
0: But I don't know if it's one specific phobia or any specific phobias. Like if phobias in general, I'm guessing, are the I things I would guess phobia. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and its average onset is during the teenage years, which yeah, hi, dumb, know. of course. So Everything much of psychology onset, seems but very... I mean I feel
1: like things that don't even apply to you onset when you're a teenager. You're <laughs> like like, oh, alcoholism I'm and drug addiction. Right? And then you're like, <laughs> no, I'm not, I was just sixteen, I'm so sorry.
0: Yeah, exact well, yeah, because you're totally nuts when you're sixteen anyway, right? You're supposed to be. The worst. Um, so the defining features of the disorder are intense anxiety or fear of being judged. Negatively evaluated or rejected in a social or performance situation, mm-hmm. um, people with the anxiety disorder may worry about acting or appearing visibly anxious or being viewed as stupid, awkward, or boring. And if I stop and think about it for too long, like awkward and boring, oh my god, because I can be both of those things in public, so hardcore. But that <sighs> so like having something to say or like just oh, it's the worst. If I but think I about feel it, feel
1: like. The people that have something to say always are paranoid that they are not going to have something to say. Well, it's like smart people always worry about
0: them being themselves being dumb. Right? Like, I feel like
1: literally everybody's in the same boat. Everybody's fucking terrified of being in front of other people. Why is
0: that? Why are we so scared of each other? (laughs) I think,
1: I don't know. And I don't know if it's because we're raised to think that, like, we're that like what we do is so important which i agree with like i don't want to be selfish i don't want to be a hurtful person i don't want to be a bully i don't want to ignore kids on the playground so i think that everything your parents teach you uh-huh. is that you are important and that you do make a difference yeah but then at the same time then it backfires because then you get to a certain age it's like no you're actually not important but you are but you should try to make other people feel better. But. I don't know. I just feel like nobody knows what the fuck they're doing. Nobody.
0: Yeah. Nobody knows. It's, yeah. It's the fair.
1: people that are overconfident. I don't want to be
0: them. They're annoying. Yeah. But they have their own trip going on in their head. Right. Like I feel like right. we're all putting on some weird show for each other all the time.
1: I know. What would happen if everyone was just like me? Hey, this is me.
0: I'm trying really hard to just do that now. And it's really kind of funny at work because it's I've changed a lot. Um, interesting. Even like just starting this podcast, right? Like yeah. I talk about things on this podcast that I do not talk about at work, and people at work are listening to it.
1: Whoa. Yeah. So
0: it's kind of like, oh well, huh? Didn't know that That's about funny you. Design. No dating advice from Patty. No, <laughs> uh, no blind dates. Do you not accept blind dates for me? She's the worst. Yeah, <laughs> really bad at that. But yeah, so it's it's kind of funny because I'm That's sort of losing that border, but I'm also still can go into like gnarly self-doubt and crazy criticism of myself,
1: which I think everybody can. Everybody can. can. So the no difference matter between, how I think, fucking full of bravado mm-hmm. and like hoofty-poofty they are, I think yeah. everyone's fucking terrified. So
0: that was what I thought was kind of interesting about looking at this as a disorder yeah. because I'm pretty functional, but I still have it. I mean, what times where like I literally am like, no, I just have to fucking go home. I cannot go to that event. I cannot go to this thing. And I always feel like, oh, I'm just being a flaky employee And I should be able to power through it and just make myself go. But it's so overwhelming that I can't. Like, I physically can't make myself do it sometimes. Do
1: you think it helps to know that probably everybody else there is?
0: No, because they're not. Are you sure? Yeah, because only 15 million Americans suffer from social anxiety disorder. I
1: don't think that's true. (laughs) Uh, They may say social anxiety disorder. But I think everybody is wildly insecure
0: I don't know that so but we talked about this a little bit in that um like spending time after social situation analyzing everything you've done and what you could have done better, what you could have done different. Not everybody does that. People actually do just go along with their day and not worry about stuff like that. But
1: people, are you envious of those people? Because don't you think that they there's... have no
0: self reflection?
1: But don't you think that there's something like lacking upstairs in general? I that... don't think about them very
0: much actually. Like I did today because I'm Talking right. about this particular thing, but um
1: But I would think that if you could just go to an event and be like bah, 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 leave and be like not thinking about that again sleep that you're like blindly oblivious and like borderline stupid about your interactions.
0: And I, I don't maybe you're just well adjusted.
1: No, I've not met anyone that's like that. You don't the most boisterous, annoying, cocksure people are just as terrified. They just have a different way of showing it. Okay. Like, there's very few people that I think are actually, like, 100% comfortable That's what they're doing. Maybe, like, Obama. I think that's it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what is your obsession with presidents?
1: Uh, yeah. <laughs> I just got the new Obama book. I'm really excited about it. He looks amazing. Uh, Well, no, but I do try to think of any time that I can follow or pay attention to someone that's in charge of a lot of things and needs to be super cool about stuff. But, like, you know that even Obama or Bush or fucking Clinton or whoever goes home and thinks... How did I do? What did I do? Did I
0: just set the destruction of the world in motion today?
1: Right. Well, and therefore you look at Trump and think, no, that guy doesn't. That guy goes and has his interactions and think he did just fucking great and never thinks about it. Those are the people that I think are not mentally sound but in their own minds can handle it which I don't think it's a good thing why because I think if you can think that you're that comfortable with everything that you've done you're not examining it close enough you know what I mean like I'm sure that
0: I so- would say that of everybody I know I am one of the few people that actually like really struggles with leaving my house in the morning and going and facing people on a regular basis
1: That is interesting.
0: Yeah. I mean, my husband certainly doesn't and he doesn't overthink what he's done and he might regret things sometimes to go, oh, well, that was fucked up. Shouldn't have done that. But he doesn't dwell on it for hours like I do or really tear themselves up over it or not eat all day because you're stressed out about it or like not know how you're going to talk to that person the next day or even like these little things that are on this list of things that you do like – Saying good morning to people in the office and wondering, like, can I just not make eye contact and get past them? And these are people I've worked with for years, and I think about that almost every day. Do I have to stop and say hello, or can I just keep walking and not make eye contact?
1: Why do you think? Why do you think? Because I so don't much?
0: like getting stuck in conversations.
1: But but what if they were like, hey, Betty, what's going on?
0: Yeah, and then it's usually fine. But it's the thing that goes on in my head. It's not the actual reality of what's so going to happen. Have
1: these things happen to you? Have these negative things happen to you, or are you just no, not since sixth grade. <laughs> but so, don't you think that that gives you such a huge advantage that this is actually something? Well, that that's you could why overcome? it's a disorder
0: because right, right, your right. brain does what it's going to do, regardless Open of brains. actual I know. reality. I know. Uh, it's it's not a reflection of what is real; it's a reflection of what is going but on But I also your head. feel
1: like the fact that it hasn't happened is something that you can work with.
0: Yeah, if you have time every day to talk yourself into the fact, well, yesterday this conversation was fine, so today it's going to be fine. No, I feel
1: like there's better ways to work about that.
0: There might be. I'm going to go see a psychiatrist.
1: (laughs) But you also have to look at Trump as someone that says everything that he wants to say and sleeps well at night. I do not have to look at him. you don't want that. No, but I think he's got other
0: issues going on.
1: Well, of course he does. But, But what you, I think... Are I think putting as like a good thing is like being able to just blurt out anything or do whatever. No, that's
0: not what I'm saying at all. What I'm saying is, is does it actually negatively affect your life because you overthink it so much?
1: Yes, that could be true.
0: That's, that's what I'm saying. It's not that you don't think about yeah. it at all. And then all. he's the opposite. Is that, yeah. yeah, is that you, your self-reflection or your concern over it is always coming from a negative place. Yes. Like I rarely, well, I haven't a few times. Usually when I'm in the manic part of it, we're like, I killed it. I slayed that room tonight. That was awesome. Everybody loved me. But most of the time, I'm um, on the other end like, oh, my God. And it's it's to the point where I won't even talk. Like, I'll go into an event. I'll stand at a corner. (laughs) I'll leave as soon as I can. Like, I just can't get myself over the hump. And it has nothing to do with reality. And it has nothing to do with other people's perception. It's what's going on in my head which is this kind of disorder thing and the whole idea of that you actually have physical symptoms around blushing and trembling and yes. sweating and what are the other things fast heartbeat which I have literally when I have to make phone calls like I will get okay. so amped up about making a phone call for nothing not always just randomly which is almost worse because then you don't know really what to expect yes um dizziness or lightheadedness That's interesting so i have that all the time and i've been diagnosed with migraines and i was reading this and i was like Aww. i do get really gnarly head pain but i get dizzy a lot more than that so i'm like
1: i wonder if i think oh, i'm just well, having anxiety the- <laughs> and how old were you when you stopped drinking 19 okay so you haven't had to do with the adult stuff with the drinking
0: no 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 it's not like it's something he- new yeah. yeah. See, that's what... I learned how to Not that socialize. I'm
1: advocating everyone being an alcoholic, but I... am interested because I feel like I would be in your boat if I didn't drink.
0: Yeah, and I would say... I mean, I don't it's think definitely off and on. Like, because I'm sitting here thinking, wow, I'm making this really extreme. And part of that is because I was dealing with this today. Oh, no, but it's like a real thing. And, and I deal with it over the course of several events and just realizing that they're coming up. I'm like, oh, God. This makes me so tired. But... <laughs> And it's not like I could go years of my life without really thinking about it too much. Right. And then like right now, it's just a hard time. Um, but out of body sensations, totally get that where I like feel like I'm looking at the room from Really, like you're almost like just totally I get so I'm actually really working on this right now is being so um, removed from what's going on around me. Yeah. That like I have no emotion. I always laugh about how oh I have a black heart. It's because I just do that. Like, yeah just separate out. That's fascinating. Know. It's pretty interesting. And when I was reading this, I was like, oh my God, I totally do that. Oh my God, I totally do that. Um, but then there was other things where like, oh no, I don't do that. Like I don't sweat or tremble or most of the time, sometimes oh, if I have good. to talk in front of large groups, I guess I do. Um, but I don't get full blown panic attacks anymore. I used to right. when I was younger, but I haven't in a long time. Um,
1: that's so But that so can be so
0: bad for some people that it's like really debilitating and oh, I've been, God, it's yeah. not really, I, I'm in a, in a place in my life Fortunately, where if there's just a day where I can't go to work, I can work from home. Or, you know, like if there's an event I just can't go to, I don't have to go. So, you know, it's kind of up to me at this point, like how I feel about things. But I mean, my poor husband, who's like and the most social gadfly, like happy guy, just laughs why at me. He's you're like, together. "No, he's like, you are so introverted, it's ridiculous." And I'm like, "I just <laughs> like my couch and my computer and my books. Mm. And I'm good."
1: <laughs> can I just talk to you? Yeah, I vacillate wildly between the two. Yeah.
0: Well, we we laugh because I always say that he's responsible for the friends. Aww, so if we need friends, man. he has to go make them. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't have to deal <laughs> with it. Which is great. So if we want to be social, we can go. But I do have a few friends, that's like you. True. You can't be my friend. I'm your Uh, friend. But the things that can be made really hard for people who suffer from social anxiety disorder um, interacting with unfamiliar people or strangers, attending parties or social gatherings, going to work or to school. That sounds like normally I can do all of those things. Yeah, starting conversations, making eye contact, dating. Entering a room. That was my favorite one for some reason because I could picture myself like walking into a room for a business function and, being like, and being like, oh, my God, I can't do this. I can't nobody. do this. I can't do this. <laughs> and going and hiding in the bathroom, which is totally the hiding place of all people who are either introverted and or have anxiety. because oh, precious. Because it's a safe little spot. You can go and hide and people will leave you alone. So I know. Yeah. Um, returning items to a store, eating in front of others or using a public restroom. Like all of those things can make people <laughs> – like they could be incapable of doing that, which i like, it makes me give people so much more leeway when I'm, because I've been very like work motivated for a long time. Like if mm-hmm. you're going to succeed, you just got to power through. You've got to do things you yeah. don't like. You've just got to make shit happen. Um, I'm, I should be more successful with that sort of attitude, but yeah, we there you go. Said... Um, and now I'm like so much easier on myself and on other people, which oh, is like, oh dude, yeah, if you
1: can't do it, you, you know? Yeah, I've learned to be just much more uh, forgiving of other people because I remember like one of my aunts said one time, if you look at the way like the guy that you're dating treats the waitress, like that's how he's going to treat you one day. Mm -hmm. And I that definitely stuck with me. And I've had boyfriends who have been I mean, the way that I am with waitresses, which I think is like, I don't know what happened. Did your cat die this morning? Did you have a flat tire like I know that you didn't look at me and think, fuck that bitch, I'm putting onions there even though she doesn't <laughs> want them. Maybe she didn't. Which is weirdly, like, a guy I dated was very much like, there are onions on this? Did you not hear me say not? Like, it's this personal affront to where you could just tell that they're so ragingly insecure that they're, like, convinced that everyone's putting onions on their stuff even though they didn't want it. Um, so that's always kind of helped me be like you don't know what they're going through and like having been in service positions as well like you don't know what happened to that person Did yeah their boyfriend home that morning like you can't like
0: not my problem get your job right no i right? no <laughs>
1: you just like can't just everybody's a human which i hate saying because you know i fucking hate humans
0: which is so weird that you say that because i will give other people that leeway way sooner than i'll give it to myself
1: Yeah, generally speaking, I'm trying to be. I'm
0: trying to be a little. As I get older, I care less. So that's nice. It's one of my favorite things about getting older. It's like I could give two fucks about a lot of things now. Yeah, I can remember. Which is so weird because what's the dichotomy between like I don't really care anymore and Oh my god, I'm so fucking anxious I can't walk into that room. And they both can exist in the same time and space, and with no physical proof to actually back any of it up. In fact, my husband has this thing that he learned from a friend of mine. When I get really weird that he makes me write down the proof. Aww. So if I'm like convinced that I'm a total fraud and an imposter and everybody's going to feel like, you know, like all I get super right. anxious about stuff. He's like, write down the proof, write down the things that happen that prove that that's the tr- truth. <gasps> and it amazing. totally works because as soon as they yeah. do that, you're like, I have nothing. <laughs> this is
1: all in my head and I don't know
0: what I'm Damn doing. Damn it. Yeah. So he'll do that every now and then to bring me back down oh to, like, write down the print. You found
1: your perfect I know. lobster. My That's perfect so cute. little lobster. I'll make him
0: listen to this episode. He hasn't listened oh. to any of them.
1: Oh. <laughs> Thanks, Ian. He did give us a review, though. We give Thank you, you nothing.
0: Uh, we talk terrible about you all the uh, time now. We're going to talk about you all the time. Um. So oh, one thing of note, people with social anxiety disorder are much more likely to become major mas- uh, manic uh, Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I have not drunk anything. Drum majors. Major depressive disorder and or alcoholism. FYI.
1: I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. I'm totally sober.
0: Totally sober. Totally sober? Yeah.
1: That's what So anyway,
0: I'm going to a, uh, an event next week with a bunch of people that are all...
1: Totally sober?
0: Totally, so totally sober. And um, many of whom have... Some anxiety around being other people, so I think it's going to be so great oh, that, that we're all like an getting together party. to party. I know it's going to be so much fun. You should make me. I just, to just be
1: fucking drunk and be you like, "You can come What's if you want. Up
0: Buy a ticket I'll to Chicago. Yeah, you're welcome to come. Um, but yeah, it should be pretty fun. But it's I think because that- we all know that that's how we all are, I think it's going to be fine. Otherwise, I said, "Well, I'll just meet each other in the bathroom, but we can hang out and hide from everybody yeah, just else."
1: Everyone wear like a cocoon.
0: Yeah. So, but it should be a really mass. interesting. I'm actually not worried about this one at all, except no, for awesome. except for now, like I'm worried about all the time around the actual oh event. Like, God. what am I going to do? Stop it. <laughs>
1: Such a nerd. You clearly have watched, not watched, like 500 TV shows you should be watching.
0: Oh, that's true. I can just sit and watch TV. Big
1: Little Lies.
0: Right. You really are pushing that one on me a lot.
1: Well, I'm trying to think of other recent ones that you haven't watched, but yeah. Um.
0: Well, beyond sure. all of that, after reading how like atrocious this can really be and how really terribly it affects people, uh,
1: I just want everyone to know that it's okay, guys. Like it's That's okay. so Sweet, Valentina's got to a- the very
0: sweet part of I know, her drunkenness. I'm
1: such a dick, <laughs> and I'm only a dick because. I care (laughs) (laughs) because in my own mind I'm the worst I just want to make you look worse so I feel better but I you know that's that's very deep but it is a very but it is a very true thing yeah just fucking be yourself like sometimes I'll see people that I'm just like you are too much you are too extra I don't need these moon boots and this blue hair and that's what's happening and then sometimes I catch myself and I'm like you know what
0: I don't know what they're going through. Let
1: them do their goddamn thing. Yeah. They don't know why I'm wearing fucking Sperry's and khakis today. Like, this is no I am either. I actually had
0: that whole thing with, like, we would um, get sometimes judgmental about people who don't seem like they're growing up, right? Like, why are you still in a punk rock band? And why are you still, you know, whatever. But, like, at the end of the day, if that's what you love doing, why do you have to be Right. In a job where you have a four hundred one k, because sometimes that makes me want to kill myself. Yes, that that's what I've done. So and the fact, yeah, yeah, just sorry, sorry, everybody at work that listens, I love you all.
1: I love. This you is all just what's going well. on in my head. Yeah, but like, <laughs> I appreciate the rock stars and the yeah, and why the not friars and the doer, oh, like things that do are not it. the worst. People that are just giving it the old college And This is the time to do it. Right? Like today. We don't She's have to day. work in factories. We don't have to follow our father's footsteps and become tailors or <coughs> our mother's footsteps and become seamstresses or we don't have to grow up to be cowboys. Mama <laughs> <laughs> Don't let your babies grow up to be cowboys. Don't do it. Um But I agree I feel like we're getting really mushy. But like now you are. Like, I feel like now it's time to do fucking everything you want to do. Okay. Okay, sorry. <laughs> She's going to start crying but in a minute. Everyone has all the chances. Um,
0: <laughs> so because I was reading about how really horrible this can be and how debilitating to people and like literally affect their quality of life, yes. which thankfully for me, it doesn't for the most part. Like I have bad days and that's oh, part of it. I mean, who doesn't? Um, I wanted to take the sad test. Just to see how oh. far along the spectrum of social anxiety i was
1: let's do it
0: let's do it um and i ended up scoring i just for the record 51 out of 90. so i am moderately no, moderate what? social anxiety That's, legit but not too bad like not so-
1: exactly but you're not passing no in a class of
0: yeah no not at all okay. like i am super fortunate to have the level of anxiety i do
1: <laughs> yeah go cat's on. going weird Yep, um, okay, so here
0: right. are the questions. I want you to take it because you are super opposite of me in this way. You are Miss lucky social person. But it depends if person. there's
1: alcohol. That's well, the, there's always that's... alcohol with you. Isn't okay. there? Well, yeah. Okay. We that's... can't judge
0: something that we don't know anything about.
1: Yeah, guys. Okay. I know I have a problem. Just fucking shut up about it. Email my mom. at. <laughs> don't give out her email address. Valentina's mom doesn't care at AOL.messenger. <laughs> <dot> messenger. What? <laughs>
0: Okay, how do you feel about saying hello to a stranger? Fine. Even if you're sober? Yes. Okay, giving a brief talk to in front of six other people. Easy. Having your friends and family sing happy birthday to you.
1: A hundred percent.
0: Having a general conversation when someone, with someone who cares about you. Totally. I would say that depends on if it's a parent because that can be awkward.
1: Well, I can't stand them, but I'm honest with Dance,
0: them. <laughs> Dancing in a dimly lit nightclub.
1: Oh, you don't even. Your know. Your favorite, huh? Am I wearing clothes? <laughs> oh, talking
0: kidding. to other students before your algebra class begins. Uh,
1: the weirdly specific algebra ness <laughs> of this. Yeah, I was maybe different. that's
0: like the most socially awkward class there is. Or I
1: don't something. know. I went to all girls Catholic school. Oh, We're Jesus all best of friends. I know
0: that is not normal in an all girls Catholic school. Who was the victim? That's what I want to know. Well,
1: there was some. Um, there was one bitch yeah. who. Okay, story time. <laughs> way <Segway laughs> away from this. I had this huge, huge, huge crush. And we went to dances together and we were kind of like a thing. Um, Really cute boy. We all kind of thought he was gay though, kind of at the same time. Like he was in theater and soccer and whatever. And then years, years later, one of my girlfriends said, Oh, you know, I used to have sex with him like all the <gasps> time. While you were dating him? Yes. But said it to me in just this flippant manner, like, ha, ha, ha. And I saw – Valentina
0: was saving herself for marriage.
1: And I saw 10 shades of red (laughs) and, like, went outside and was like, I'm going to fucking stab this bitch in the face. And my dear, dear friend uh, convinced me not to kill her. Oh, that's good. Yeah, which was a good idea. But then we had our 20-year reunion, and they were like, you can't kill her. You know you can't kill her. And I was like, I won't. I'm going to be fine. I'm going to be fine. But it turns out she's engaged to this, like, super douchey guy. So I just kind of didn't even care. you feel bad about it now? I do. But it was still, like, number one, don't tell people that. Like, maybe that was a really special nerdy time for me that I liked this guy in high school and I wasn't having sex with him and you were so that's great so thanks but
0: you got to go to the dances with him
1: oh yeah but then she was like (laughs) oh and I definitely grabbed his nutsack when we were dancing at this song and I was like
0: (gasps) she's just being mean yeah basically yeah what a bitch uh how do you feel about your professor asking you questions in class that you have to answer out loud fine what about talking to a friend at lunchtime Saying something small when there's a little in the conversation. I like to say small things. <laughs> <I'm gonna> say... <laughs> Do you even know how to say small things? Small things. <laughs> I'm going to start doing that from now on when there's a little.
1: <laughs> tiny, tiny, tiny input. I have a tiny input.
0: <laughs> I mean, talk about being awkward. Small things. Uh interrupting someone else to say something during a conversation. We, Easy. We know you love to do that. <laughs> Saying good morning to a person you categorize as an authority figure. Uh yeah, that's fine. Carrying on a ten minute conversation with an authority figure. Bring it. Bring it. Uh what are we Answer your about? phone without Netflix? looking at who's calling. Yeah, that's I don't know that anybody does that anymore. Does anybody not look at who's calling before they answer their phone?
1: I, mean, I don't want to answer it ever. Right. So it does make a difference if I know who's calling or who's not calling. Because they're going to get the same kind of like, yeah. uh, hello? Oh, I'm so sorry. I, yeah, I got to go. Bye.
0: Yeah, I don't usually answer it, period, unless it's Ian or Rue. Like then I'll answer it.
1: Yeah, like if someone who knows, unlike Jennifer, I love you, but you call me when you're in traffic. I'm, that's not that fun for me. <laughs> Sorry, because I'm generally not. You know
0: Jennifer doesn't listen because your friends are having a hard time finding our podcast. <laughs> it's true.
1: <laughs> she is busy fancying up her neck scarf. She has some yacht launching oh, to go to. well,
0: yeah. She, yeah. Well, yeah. That's, people get busy. I have fancy
1: friends. I you do have fancy know, friends. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so. Uh,
0: how she... do you feel about making calls to strangers from your cubicle at work when others in the room can hear everything well, you I say? I fucking
1: hate calling anyone okay. ever. But if I have to do it, I do. I guess I don't care who I'm doing it in front of them. How
0: about making calls to strangers from the privacy of your own
1: room? Yeah, I hate that too, but I'll Does do Does it make it. you nervous? Why? That's what I'm asking. Well, well mean, so like... what this te- test
0: told me was like, wow, there's people a hell of a lot worse off than me. Because of oh. like, so there's a lot of these things can make me uncomfortable or yeah. like I will avoid it like as hard as I can. Well, yeah, I hate but this. if there's people who are actually super anxious about all of these things, which... There are, I'm sure. Like, wow, no. that's really bum. That's a bummer. That's pretty no, much no. I fucking
1: hate calling. I hate talking on the phone.
0: Hate it. How do you feel about accidentally dropping your food tray at a busy food court in a shopping mall? <laughs> These questions are
1: so specific. I'm a shopping mall? <laughs> I'm <probably> surrounded by <laughs> losers. I don't care.
0: Walking around your block.
1: I'm dropping a food tray while i no. I'm walking- you're just oh.
0: walking around the block.
1: I'm fucking fine. With by that. yourself i do not care
0: about driving by yourself
1: that's literally all i do
0: that's my favorite thing almost driving by myself i love it
1: yeah who uh, doesn't love that uh,
0: driving with three other people in your car three three So
1: specific.
0: car well, i hate that because then you're forced into conversation with unless it's my family or like good friends well i don't but, think
1: you've seen my truck because you can only fit two people on it because there's a that. very gigantic <laughs> Uh mattress pad. <laughs> <laughs> she lives
0: in her truck sometimes.
1: Sometimes. No, it didn't fit my washing machine, so I have to take it to a washer, which means it's been in my truck for like six months. <laughs> so that's cool. Uh all right. No, there is a point at which my embarrassment just goes out the window. I'm like, fuck it, if you don't like me, I'm so so sorry.
0: How about singing k- at karaoke bar while sober? Easily. I'm skipping some of the questions.
1: Oh sober? I don't sober. Know. I don't think I like that yet.
0: Do you like anything so? No. Yeah. Okay. I really don't. Yeah. Uh, Telling your neighbors that their party was too loud last night, you would like them to be quieter? I would
1: never do that. Because
0: you are the loud neighbor.
1: No. I just, like, if it were like five nights in a row, maybe, But like, did I have to study for like the bar exam the next day? (laughs) They just annoyed me for annoying me that I'm not going to be a dick about it.
0: All right. That's nice. But you're, not, you're doing it because you're not going to be a dick, not because you're scared to. I think there's the difference. Yeah. Like, no. it's not making you anxious to do it. You just don't. don't no, it's I'll you, do really.
1: it if I feel like I have a right to. Yeah.
0: Shopping for something at a public place alone. What? I do that all the time because if you go shopping with other people, it takes forever.
1: Oh, I mostly shop alone. Yeah. I mostly shop never. but
0: Yeah. There's this I thing do, called the internet now.
1: Amazon.com. Yeah. Amazing. Yay. Waiting for your sponsorship. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Whoa, shoot big. There you go. Eight. Right? On. Right from the start. Alexa. Jeff Bezos,
1: call me. <laughs> Alexa. <laughs> oh, shit.
0: You did this before.
1: I know I always do it. Sorry. I don't know that. <laughs> mm, okay, mom's cool.
0: Then go to the back to sleep. Um, so I definitely scored better on this one than I did on my So You Think You Might Be an Alcoholic test. <laughs> Because that, that one was like 19 out of 20. And this was only 51 out of 90. Oh,
1: that's fantastic! Yeah.
0: yeah. So, so I got that going for me. You,
1: you're you winning.
0: I'm winning at life. You're winning at life.
1: You're winning. You're winning. <laughs> you're winning at life. You're winning.
0: Um, But it did definitely give me kind of a sense of my place in like that I'm not alone, first of all, and that it's not right. as bad as it could be. And that sometimes just knowing that you're not alone when you feel like you're in the worst place possible is all you really need to not be in the worst place possible anymore. So yeah. as we enter the holidays, I just wanted all of our listeners who may or may not be suffering from that to know that they're not alone. There are other people out there that have the same issue and it's okay. You just take care of yourself. Yeah. And you're not weird. You're not weird. You're one of the better ones. As far as I'm concerned, you're the normal one.
1: Yeah, or better. Thank even. you. Mm. Yeah. And agree. that's all I had to say about that. Agreed. All right. So totally relevant. Um, <laughs> and I think also as emotionally hard hitting as your topic was. Mm. I uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk a little bit about insects. <laughs> wow. Yeah that is a great tie in. You bugs. can tell we've really coordinated beforehand. Yeah. Bugs we don't like, bugs that are terrible. Well, bugs are terrible. I mean, you got to cover, there's a lot of things that are the worst. That's and they true. they do range from the tiny dots in your mind that tell you that you're depressed versus the tiny dots that want to bite your little feet. Oh, yeah. I don't like those. No. Oh, we know you hear yeah. about these ones. That's why I, I okay. okay. Lay it on me. Okay. In sex. So <laughs> <laughs> I said sex. <laughs> she said sex uh so basically <clears throat> insects there are a lot of them no way. You guys not- yeah basically that's crazy out of control um and I've read a lot of articles about this and there were two names that came up quite often. Uh, Mr. Dr. E.O. Wilson. Yeah, I said Mr. Doctor. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Famed American biologist, naturalist, author, Harvard professor, father of biodiversity. And then a really cool guy you've probably never heard of called Dr. Justin Orville Schmidt. But I'm going to lead in, which is a, a tiny dose of what we're dealing with here. Uh, so E.O. Wilson... Has calculated the number of ants worldwide to be roughly ten thousand trillion. What? Yeah.
0: Of all species, or of just ants? Any kind of ants. Yeah.
1: Okay. That's ten to the sixteenth power. So. How many trips to the zeros. moon and back did those ants make? Uh, so many. <laughs> like
0: all of them. Isn't that how we measure things here? Yeah. It would. It would go to the moon super and back times. To me. Yeah. Because I'm like,
1: oh, that one time I went to the moon felt real. <laughs> exactly <long."> right. <laughs> Uh, with a combined, so all of those ants on Earth have a combined body weight equal to that of all of the humans.
0: Whoa, that so you, is a good measurement. That's a lot. of that ants. That is a lot of ants. So that's like a full human size. Yeah. So basically, squad it's of actually their, for every person. It's actually
1: their planet. Uh, and Wilson wrote uh, the foreign policy aim of ants can be summed up as follows restless aggression territorial conquest and genocidal annihilation that's what ants are all about yeah <laughs> oh I thought we were bad I know okay the human conquest of earth is a recent and tenuous project it would be more accurate to say that the planet belongs as it always has to the insects <laughs> oh, okay
0: so we're just a minor blip on the stage here yes okay. just so you know what's out there
1: yeah great so our dear friend, Dr. Justin Orville schmidt Dr. Dr. Justin Orville schmidt Dr. Uh-huh. Justin uh, Orville schmidt Entomologist specializing in a group of animals that I'm not going to attempt to say the Latin name of, but it's ants, bees, and wasps. <laughs> and he's literally any article that you look for about, like, ant stings, bee stings, wasps stings. So anything that hurts, he's in anything, charge of. kind of. Okay. Pretty close. He um, probably studies uh, social anxiety as well, then. He studies a lot of social, a lot of really social information in how venoms and poisons and things like that are evolutionarily focused, which is actually interesting. Yeah. What I actually wrote down is that he gets annoyed that people don't want to talk about the social aspects <laughs> of it. They just want to be like what's the worst? Uh uh-huh. Which is what I'm going to do. <laughs> Which is what we want to talk about too. I'm going to be enlightened as well. Uh, yeah so basically he wanted to uh, in his study of uh, venomous poisonous insects how the relation between toxicity which is something that's measurable chemical uh like what it actually does to your body and pain which we consider I suppose subjective relative whatever um so he invented most importantly the schmidt pain scale for stinging insects okay um does because- he compare any of them to
0: the pain of a tattoo on your inner arm
1: no, because it's not on It's
0: not even, and it's probably not even close to anything that he.
1: That's the worst as far as I'm concerned. Right. But you Maybe, have not experienced like in... his skill. I did get my nose pierced once, and that sent weird waves of pain. You know what? Like I had uncontrollable, like your eye just waters. Yeah, I got the cartilage in my ear pierced one time.
0: Oh. And w- whatever the top of your ear part is. Yeah, And um, that's not the trait. No, I did it at a tattoo shop because my friend was getting a tattoo and I was bored.
1: <laughs> you said when you were born, and no. I was like,
0: "That is." And life. I was bored, so, <laughs> so but it was also like more painful than any of the tattoos I got, and I almost passed out. Really? Yeah, I stood up and I got super dizzy and just had to sit back Interesting. down. Interesting. Yeah.
1: Well, maybe so, stuff near anyway. your brain is,
0: or just cartilage. Well, you don't you know, like when
1: you get like a long like. Little zitterino like near the oh, edge of your nose. It's, <laughs> it's like someone's sticking fire pokers in your eye. It's yeah.
0: Or fire ants, maybe. Fire ants. T B D. Stay tuned, my friends. <laughs> for another five minutes. Actually and you'll we don't know do well fire ants
1: because apparently they are so low on the scale. Right. They're not even that. They don't even count. Uh yes. Yeah. So the Schmidt pain scale is for I'm going to talk about it like 17 more times. Um, I'm not. Just kidding. Uh, It's only because there is no scale for pain when it comes to um, insects. Um, Well, there was no. There was not. Okay. And at the same time, he also understands that it's relative, but he tries to make it so that like, let's say everyone's been stung by a honeybee, and if we put a honeybee at like 1.5, then... If I tell you something's a four, you're probably going to be able to figure out what that is, even if you don't know what my 1.5 is. Right. So it's it's a relative scale based on right. your but own like threshold. Like knock on wood, okay. I've never been
0: stung by anything. Don't say that. I know. Nox, seriously? All the knocks. Oh, man. Knocks, knocks, knocks. I've nox. been stung by bees, but that's about it.
1: I don't think I know. And I'm convinced it's because I rescue bugs from my house. Huh? Like
0: they know you I got try to help. let
1: flies out instead of just like whacking them. And then I definitely, like, will scoop spiders up and take them outside. And, you know. You've got good bug juju. Move snails out of the path. Oh, yeah. Okay. Roasted chicken. Whatever. Right. Um, chickens I eat. Snails I save. <laughs> I'm so- eating snails, too, and save chickens. So, hoo hoo you never know any day. <laughs> You're crazy. Any given such. <laughs> all over the place. Sure. All right. Okay. So, blah blah blah. In chemical terms, there's a direct way to measure the damage caused by a sting toxicity. So you can identify the chemical components. You can measure the lasting damage that these toxins inflict on a victim's organs. So a honeybee um, produces melatonin, which causes localized pain. So that's like a heat sensation mm-hmm. because it's destroying the cell membranes, like right where it's stuck to you. Um, but if enough bees sting, you, it becomes a cardiotoxin that will work to arrest the heart. Right, so it gets wrong by so that's epi. why people have the the epipen.
0: Epipens. That right. what's his name tries to charge you five million dollars for. Was oh, that him? the bro, pharma bro. Wasn't was it he pharma epipen?
1: Bro? I thought. Well, yeah. Oh no, he,
0: that was a result of what he did. Then they did it right after him. Yeah. Okay. Never. It's yeah. I think it was uh, whatever. Scre- Screlly. Screlly or
1: whatever. It wasn't Skrillex. He's Pharma bro. He's, that's what we call him. Okay. Yeah, anyway. Uh, so then he goes on to say that pain, the experience of pain, and is a body's warning system that damage has occurred, is occurring or is about to occur. But pain itself is not the same thing as damage. So one of the bugs we're going to – they're not actually called bugs. I shouldn't say that. One of the insects we're going to talk about, <laughs> uh, the tarantula hawk.
0: The tarantula um, hawk?
1: Yeah. <laughs> wasp. Oh, okay. I'm like, yeah, no, but That sounds like a bird. <laughs> yeah, it's a spider crossed with a hawk crossed with a <laughs> It's awful. Uh, it's a solitary wasp whose sting is far more painful than that of a honeybee, but it leaves no lasting damage. So basically this guy tries to figure out why do these things kind of evolve the way that they do. Um, so it's basically a defensive strategy just by inflicting pain. So it needs to be an instantaneous, like – let me let go of you. Like, I need to leave this I need situation. to get away. Yeah. yeah. Okay. As opposed to the like, colonies of insects that perhaps, like, with bullet ants that we're going to talk about, uh, the pain is at least 24 hours. So because they have thousands of each other to protect, they need you to go away for a long time as opposed to, I just need to send you this little rocket of pain and then, like, peace out and go. Oh,
0: away. okay. So, yeah.
1: All right. Um, so... Ping, ping, ping. I like to make sound effects when I don't know where my place is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so he gets annoyed when people only want to talk about the dirty details. Uh, so the system that he came up with is a four-point system, uh, and the honeybee. Oh, the honeybee gets a two. My bad. Wow, that's um, pretty high
0: on his pain scale. Then I know that's what I
1: thought was weird.
0: Okay, uh, something
1: that people all over the world could be familiar with. Mm-hmm. Still not gonna let not me. Uh, to go up or down a full point, a sting had to be discernibly more or less painful than the stings on another level. And then I just liked the sentence: half points could be used for pricks that fall somewhere between levels. Because <laughs> I'm ten, and <laughs> most most pricks fall between some level. Pricks fall somewhere. Yeah. Right? So he um, wound up and doing all his studies. Went around, I believe, the United States mostly. Um, for a good number of years doing research uh, with his wife, who's also a, zo- uh, not also, but is a zoologist. Okay. Um, so sometimes, not always intentionally, he was stung by over 83 different species of insects and wrote a book about it called The Sting of the Wild, the story of the man who got stung for science. Um, so, like, his, and they, glowing it descriptions of like what this pain is like uh so his wife when she described her first harvester ant sting it's a deep and ripping and tearing pain as if someone were reaching below the skin and ripping muscles and tendons Ah. except the ripping continued with each crescendo of pain
0: could you imagine even being that cognizant in that kind of pain? Like, oh, you'd think you'd just be going, holy shit, holy shit, ow! Right. Or something. 100%. But not being thinking about this colorful way of explaining the pain. <laughs> no.
1: uh, and then I tried to pull some other, because it's not a long list, obviously. Um, but the descriptions are.
0: But so, what would that be on the scale of four? Is that a four? And is this scale like the earthquake scale? So it's like times ten. It's like a multiplier right, like an instead exponential. of exponential. It a, yeah. does
1: sound like it is a bit. Exponential. It must be right. Yeah, which um, yeah, what did I say that was? Not an army and harvester. That was a harvester. Harvester. End. Uh-huh. All right, I'm Jumping between. Um. Oh, thank you for this advertisement. Uh, um. <laughs> uh. So. It gets a three.
0: Oh, okay. So the difference between a honeybee – and so it must be exponential because that's yeah, a lot just, more painful the, than a honeybee. The quick
1: blurb that is in his official description, the pain scale, is bold and unrelenting. Someone is using a power drill to excavate your ingrown toenail. That's the kind of okay. colorful language that I'm talking about. And it says he wasn't even that good of an English student apparently I'm not because I think that sentence was grammatically disgusting. Um, but yeah, he comes up with these like magical. What's what He knows
0: them? how to describe pain. He really does.
1: Well, it um, sounds like he's
0: experienced a lot of it. He's been he's been stung 87 times by like the most poisonous things there are out there. Yeah.
1: Okay. So, yeah, uh, yeah one of his descriptions that I enjoyed the honey wasp number one on his list, but only received a two. So just like the honeybee. Spicy, blistering, a cotton swab dipped in habanero sauce that has been pushed up your nose. (laughs) Oh, spicy. I like spicy. Thank you so much. Uh, The Velvet Ant scores a three. And then his little quote is, explosive and long lasting. You sound insane as you scream. Hot oil from the deep fryer spilling all over your entire hand. Ouch! Yeah, like I, I, I
0: would like to see, like, I would love to see videos of him actually being stung and hear the screams. Oh, and the
1: stuff. you can, yes. Do they have them online? There's, I don't know if there's him doing it, but there's a lot of, especially. I love you, Australia. Uh, <laughs> a lot of like Australian comedians. Shout and, out you know, to our
0: Australian <laughs> listeners. I think it might just be Joel.
1: <laughs> Joel, how I am. <laughs> oh, that was bad. Oh, that was there might terrible. be a couple more. Good on yeah. No, I'm terrible. I really wish I could get good at those. If I could do a good Australian, really anything. I think South African is really hard. Like, I watch Leonard, and I don't know if people in South oh, Africa watch yeah. Blood Diamond and go, God, that sounds That's like That's amazing. Garbage. Yeah. But I'm just like, I don't know. South African
0: listeners, if you could let us know if that was a good <laughs> accent, we'd really appreciate it.
1: I think... Nicole, do you listen to this? If you do. love that you just know everyone ever. <laughs>
0: I pay attention.
1: Uh, I would love for everyone to tell me what's like the best and the worst that you've like heard your own accent on. Mm. And you know what I'm always trying to think of is, is there one specific word like horse trailer that... (laughs) That is a very specific, specific two words. I, I, it's because I just have my fucking bookcases to look at for inspiration, and most of them are horse. Um, so one
0: specific word: horse trailer. Horse
1: well, I was trying to think of something that has like different verb sounds in it because I was going to say apple, but that's not that oh, interesting. Okay, but like that you could get because especially when I was more novice, New Zealand, Australia, and I know y'all will hate me for saying this: New Zealand, Australian, UK. I think I'm pretty, I think most people are pretty good with Irish, Scottish, South African. I wish, like, if there was a word that you could be like, no, that's, do you know what I mean? Like, what's something that, like, with American dialects, like, that I, being Californian, would say wildly different from someone in New York? Mm. You know what I mean? That would be, like, a the litmus word for you to be like, oh, no, 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 no. That, like, I feel like when people say South Africa, I know that. That's a South African accent, but I feel like the "i" sound is also really common in Kiwi accents. And Next that... episode: bad accents, just the worst. <laughs> me doing bad accents. <laughs> it's gonna be a Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> oh, ho, ho. This is me doing French.
0: <laughs> do you have to do it have in you French, though, my German?
1: <laughs> Really oh good.
0: shout out to gesa on that one our german listener oh my god i'm just trying to annoy you now basically thank you
1: uh i know it's not hard <laughs> <laughs> it's not but i am also very easygoing so <laughs> i really just ac- accents fascinate me um <clears throat> no. ants. something about ants 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 ants, ants in my pants uh, let's talk about bullet ants Bullet ants. Okay, so okay. the the main like I tried to make kind of a thesis on this topic, not just ramble for five hours like I usually do. Uh, <laughs> there are two animals, insects that have made it onto number four on the pain scale. Only two. Only two. Oh wow. Oh, let's talk about them. Let's okay. meet them. Let's behind curd number one, Mr. Bulletant. He lives in Central and South America. Okay. He enjoys lowland rainforests in countries like Brazil, Costa Rica, Colombia, Ecuador, Nicaragua. Taking those off my list. Paraguay, Honduras. Dang there it. have also been similar species found in Texas, but they're different. Oh, just similar species, uh, not not same ones. Not like uh, the killer bees; these are the killer ants. They're, they're coming. They're not even. They're not okay. even into us so much, guys. Okay, it's not that into you. Uh, so why is the bullet ant terrifying? Number one, it's a full inch long. An inch. An inch. An inch. I want you to think about that. What's That's a- like on your finger.
0: One knuckle is worth a finger. One and a half. So, I don't know. That's I'm looking a at my very finger. weird way to describe it. I'm just looking One at my finger. One knuckle is
1: worth a finger, is what you said. Well, no, like <laughs>
0: from the bottom of your finger to your first knuckle. That's yeah, like I an think inch. that's
1: yeah. Okay. what was it the king's thumb used to be measure an inch? Have you ever heard that? No. Oh my gosh. Yeah, and you know the thing that your foot is supposed to be the same. Yes,
0: I do know that. <laughs> and you can measure your pants very quickly by putting the waist around, like buttoned up, you put them around your neck. This works better There's for guys than no girls. literally no way that that's true. This works better for guys than for girls, but honest to God, if you go through store shopping and you don't want to try on your pants. What, do you, you flip take... them upside down? No, you just take the waist, buttoned, okay. tightened, right? like So it's like fastened and try to wrap it around your neck. And if it fits around your neck, they will fit you. But, oh, again, so you're not like. Okay. No, you're not putting them on your head. You're just <laughs> wrapping the waist I'm around your neck, like
1: a pantyhose. No, but it works for guys with really pants.
0: well because I think proportionally they're more well, they're the same. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, guys, if you don't want to try on your pants, that's the way to know <laughs> if they'll fit. Put
1: them on your head. Put
0: <laughs> wrap them around your neck. Nope. Put them on your head. All right. Anyway,
1: bullet ants. Bullet ants. They're big. They're big. Uh, and uh, they mostly burrow on the ground level, but mm. they climb up into the trees so nope. that they can fall on you. Number one, if they think you're getting too close to their hive. Okay, Not they have level. hives. Yeah, um, okay. well, I mean, ant heliant hive. What do you want? I don't know what you want to call it. Colony. Uh, you and your etymol- condominium et- situation. Uh, con- <laughs> All right. Their living situation. Uh yeah, so they'll climb up into the tree so that they can prowl on you. Perfect. And, uh as it's going to attack you, which is kind of adorable, they yell. <laughs> they shriek. Like a karate chap. Like, hi yeah. It's it is almost that cuteness of pitch. I thought it was gonna oh, be something. Did some, you like, actually hear it? I did. Oh. Uh I thought it was gonna be Oh, sorry. That's that was me! Ah! <laughs> Um, no, so they shriek, they jump. I on thought you. it was gonna be it's a like scarier... a kamikaze thing. And I don't know why in my head I thought it would be more like a <laughs> like a jaguar, like <laughs> <laughs> growling. Because I was at thinking you. of really scary noises that like are very hard to reproduce. Uh-huh. So mm-hmm. are you gonna try to reproduce this sound for us? No, because it actually wound up being kind of cute. It was just kind of like. <clears throat> Oh,
0: so okay. So everybody should go and look that up for yeah, themselves. Yeah, just uh, bullet uh, ant screech.
1: Bullet ant yelling. Okay. Uh, so it yells at you on its way to attack you, which is super adorable. That is kind of adorable. Uh, but it is called a bullet ant because it feels like a fucking bullet. Uh, this one author said it rates as num as the number one most. Try not to shit out your spine. Painful. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. That is colorful. I thought that was impressive. Yeah. And then our little Bill up Dr. Schmidt said it really felt like a bullet. He accidentally got it. Uh, he didn't think they'd be as fast as they were. He said <laughs> they're fast as fuck. And he was trying to get them out of this hole and he was using forceps and they were just like, I was going to say bee lining, but I guess they're ant lining up the <laughs> forceps to bite his hand. And he said it really felt oh. like a bullet. It was instantaneous, almost even before it stung me. It was absolutely well, riveting. How does he know what a bullet feels like? Mr. Schmidt, Doctor Schmidt. Well, he's been bad by a lot of things. But has he been shot? Well, I don't
0: know. Okay, so I question his authority on that.
1: Just like shit all up. No. Um. Has she? Yeah. Has he (laughs) shit out his spine? Because how does he know what that feels like? Yeah. So many (laughs) exaggerations. It's just like a little kiss. Um. It was a tsunami of pain coming out of my finger. There were waves and crescendos of burning pain. It was absolutely excruciating, and it continued for around 12 hours. Oh, my God. There wasn't much I could do except be aware of it and groan. But I didn't lose the ant. I was dedicated enough that I got it into the jar. (laughs) Wow. Uh, The pain radiated out from my finger. I'd hold my arm out, and the one that got stung was shaking and trembling. No matter what I tried to do to stop the shaking, it didn't work. That told me that the sting and the pain did have a systemic effect, although it's localized. It doesn't affect your heart or lungs. The indigenous people get stung a dozen or more times during the puberty rites, and none of them suffer long-term effects." So those are the ones that you see. So it's not nerve see. damage,
0: it's just the... No, it's okay. just like
1: right then it really hurts. Okay. So yeah, there is this kind of famous tribe and they knock out the ants. I forget how they do it. Probably some like, kind of smoke, smoke or something. <laughs> uh, and then like weave them into these giant oven mitts. I've
0: seen this, yeah.
1: Yeah, I realized oh. I'd seen it before and I cannot for the life of me remember where. But so they weave them into these big giant oven mitts and then when the ants start to wake up, your young men in your community have to stick their hands inside. And I think, I'm sure there's like a time minimum that they're supposed to reach. Um, and they essentially go, your hands and arm will go numb. Yeah. And then you'll kind of shake. And especially the number of stingers. And they weave them so that the stingers are all pointing it oh, inside. Geez. I know. I'm kind of interested in that too. But, uh and so apparently these kids will be like shaking and just falling around for days afterwards. And some oh. they say that in some tribes you have to do it up to like twenty times to be considered like a full mature and adult. I'm an like nope. I'm, nope, sorry. Perfect. I'm Could never. Be, be good an adult. thing I'm not a male. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. uh, uh all s- I have to
0: go through is female genital mutilation. Perfect. I'm so much better. We put ants in your
1: vagina. <laughs> we agree. Well, they do have those suture ants. Idea. Oh yeah, I've seen that, that too. Bite yeah. you. And that people will actually use as yeah. like
0: makeshift stitches. Where did
1: I see that last? I don't
0: remember. I don't know. So what's the other four point pain
1: scale? So this other badass is the tarantula hawk wasp. Did you mention this earlier? I did. Okay. Because, because Oh, did? because of the difference between a solitary oh, predator. Right, 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 right. Um or not predator, but solitary prey. Uh, so, in plain terms, it's the sting of stings. Uh... <laughs> the mac daddy of yeah, stingers. he gives it a straight up four. The highest pain rating, more painful than the bullet ant, uh, that he describes as electric and a shock from the heavens. So, yeah, I don't know if he's been shocked from heaven either. <laughs> <laughs> to be true so to just your question, okay. uh, the resulting pain only lasts about three minutes, but it's so fiercely devastating that it could only be described as... Totally unacceptable. <laughs> which I find a tremendous descriptor. It only lasts for three minutes, though. But it's unacceptable. But it is like totally it's, unacceptable. Like it's bad manners. Excuse right. you, wasp. This is un- <laughs> not at my dinner party. Not in my bookcase. Uh, another invertebrate biologist of Texas Parks and Wildlife named Ben Hutchins in an article said there's some very vivid descriptions of people getting stung by these things. Their recommendation and this is actually in a peer reviewed journal was just to lie down and start screaming
0: <laughs> i do that at parties sometimes when i just can't take it anymore right You're just so, like yeah. ah if there's <laughs> not a dog here i don't know who to talk to no. <laughs> where's the fucking bathroom i Inside. need to hide. <laughs> i need
1: to look at all your soap <laughs> So lie down on the ground and, and start screaming. Scream. Okay. Yeah, All because right. few if any people could maintain verbal and physical coordination after getting stung by one of these things. Oh my You're god. likely to just run off and hurt yourself. So just lie down and start yelling. <laughs> oh my god, that's insane. Yeah, and then this like, guy running says in front of a truck or something. Well, this guy says the pain uh-huh. from the sting of the tarantula hawk is like you were walking underneath a high voltage electric line in a windstorm. Uh-huh. Which don't do that. A wind gust snapped through the line (laughs) and it fell on your arm. I mean, these guys are creative. Yeah, they really are. I mean, it's a visual. You get 20,000 volts all at once cascading through your body. It's pure electrifying pain. Instantaneous. Very clean and sharp. The good news is that it only lasts three minutes. It's just one super long, intense blast.
0: Oh, my God. The biology
1: explains why that is. There's no need to hurt that long. The idea is to get jaws open so the wasp can escape. Um. So somewhat good news for us on two legs is that the tarantula hawk is, in fact, a parasite that primarily attacks tarantulas. Not hawks. I'm not sure how they got in on that. Well, maybe because it's like the version of the hawk. Yeah. Yeah, put a put three scary things together. Tarantulas, hawks, waft, do it. Done. Print it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that makes me want to go through all of those amazing animal uh God creating animals. Oh yes. Which,
0: oh, those are that good. is not the worst though, not not for No, podcast. those
1: are the best. That's for our <laughs> annual We actually liked these things this year episode. <laughs> uh but what it does to tarantulas is a pretty dickish. Uh I suggest Googling it if you're into that kind of shit. Which no one is, and please don't contact us if you are. uh, but basically, too late, you know we're gonna get posting. So they do of these little da- they, being... they do these little dance moves around the tarantula and try and figure out like how to get to it because they're <laughs> not half a quarter as big as tarantulas, right?, uh, so they do this dance, and then they like dive under them, flip them over, yeah. and then try to inject usually in a joint. Oh, and I mean, like, this is, I mean, these are like, why the do they have to be John so specific? Wicks. I know, they're very because that's the weak point. That's a tarantula, it's got a okay. little armor. On. Oh, I guess that's true. So they paralyze them with this sting mm-hmm. and then drag them into a hole that they have prepared for this because they're nice. fucking mental. Yeah, and they like, lay an ninjas. egg on it. Yeah, okay. So it's the girls that do this whoop whoop always the girls ladies yeah I don't even think the men they they don't eat the men tarantula hawks can uh, sting you I think it's just the ladies and it's because they want to stab you stick an egg in you that turns into a larva meanwhile the spider because the spider is considerably smaller than a human thank god um you mean the tarantula yeah okay it's still paralyzed right and this larva is now growing so it eats all the living bits of the tarantula host that it's... What about the wasp? Doesn't it eat anything? No, the wasp laid the egg. Uh-huh. Covered up the hole. Was like, peace out. Oh, like okay. That's... So they don't eat they it. They birth. just... That's how they have...
0: Okay. Yes. All right. That's disgusting. So That's disgusting. very like... That came from an alien planet sort of thing.
1: Yeah. Like, what world do we live in that... Like, <sighs> that's like... So how should this one reproduce? Well, I think it should take this other guy and paralyze it with the worst pain mm. it'll ever feel and have its baby grow inside it and eat it from the inside out. Oh, that does sound like a That's really good perfect. Perfect. let's do that. Yeah, let's do also that. puppies. <laughs> <laughs> also kittens should have these cute little wet noses and little tiny teeth that are normal to look at when they're sleeping. Yeah. God, what are you talking about? <laughs> it's creative, man. You know? It's all over the map this guy. It is all over the map. Yeah. So then my last little bit was just to talk about um I kind of already covered, that the goals of individual insects uh, become so different that what they need to survive translates into these different variations of venoms and poisons that will either, because oh, you peed for 24 hours, so you leave her and her 3,000 friends alone or make you just lie down and scream so they can fly away and go fuck up a tarantula.
0: <laughs> That's wild.
1: And that is some of the worst mm. of uh, what I've heard nature can do. Yeah, other than bears. I still... I think that's probably but worse still, than bears. I'd still want to pet bear before I'd want to fucking Yeah, pet. I just don't
0: ever want to run into one of those insects. No. You know, we've been so worried in California about the killer bees coming for so long. Just, Turns out, it's the ants we should be fucking worried about. There's more of them than we Or the wasps, know. I guess. And yeah. they're like under our feet, hiding under the ground, which is so creepy.
1: Yeah. I think I take over wow. Yeah. Real talk, people. Science. This is what's really going on. <laughs> this hard hitting news. This is what right they here. don't want you to know. <laughs> <laughs> this is just what <laughs> old man ant <laughs> is trying to hide
0: from you. Yeah. <laughs> and we did go on a little long this episode, I'm but sorry. I think it was totally it's not you, it's me. I took I took way too much time it with my worth it. With my social anxiety test. And Which now, now you can be I, you can be worried about going to a party, and you can be worried about standing out in a field or under a tree. You just, just be worried all the, time. all the time, just never be feel safe. Yeah, that's our
1: advice. Yeah, so if that's your baseline, you're not really anxious. Maybe you're just anxious. All the you're time. just practical. <laughs> you're, you're just running. <laughs> you're just running hot all the time. That's right. it'll it'll even uh,
0: out eventually. It will it'll even become out. normal. Yeah, yeah. Eventually, you just get dead inside, and then you don't worry about anything.
1: Yeah, which you claim to be, but clearly. You're no, not.
0: I do get socialized inside. Well, like I said, I go up or down. Anyway, yes. um, anything else? Anything further?
1: I'm sure I have some corrections to make. Mm. I'm sure I w- was rude about something. <laughs> I didn't text my mom enough. I don't uh, know. Oh, it's this confession? I'm sorry. What? No. no. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Just check in. I
0: don't even want to know how many years it's been since your last confession. Oh my
1: god, I used to struggle so I'd be like, uh, I guess I. Oh god,
0: don't... that should be a whole episode on its own. Thought being I didn't seven, like my
1: mom.
0: yeah, being seven and having to confess your sins—that's rough. Nothing. I totally remember that too. <laughs> like, ah, I, uh... like,
1: I didn't like <gasps> my mom for like ten minutes.
0: I confess. Oh, I'm not even going to say what I confessed. Whoa! I'm not doing it as a kid because it got me in trouble. Oh. Um, anyway. So stay tuned oh, on time. that note <laughs>
1: part two podcasts. You should listen to Patty's confessions. Oh. <laughs> oh, I'll have to do it all in the podcast. You should listen to Guess what? I'm going to say go. Sofa King. <laughs> <gasps> Valentina. Yay. <laughs> yes. We've broken you.
0: Yeah. Sofa King podcast, breakers podcast, podcast. We listen to all geeks aside, life bites, all great, all worth listening to. Go check them out, follow them on Facebook, find them on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm proud
1: of them. Yeah. I think, yeah, my only, I'm trying to think. Uh, if you need a dog, I have a couple friends that work in Rescue Group. <laughs> Apparently, I'm not. That's your call out? Not a lot of friends with podcasters yet, but yeah, if not you need yet. to adopt an amazing dog, uh, if you're in the LA area, there's Hand in Paw. They have a great Facebook page. And then if you are in, Kinda north LA, not quite Central Coast, almost Bakersfield area. Um, there's Marley's mutts. Marley's Mutts. Yeah, go yep. adopt a dog. Go adopt, adopt a dog. don't shop. Don't breed one and don't be annoying and think that if you cut its nuts off, it's not gonna be a manly dog anymore. And that's Or cut its gonna...
0: ears off or its tail. Anything. Stop Just that. Fuck with it. Yes. Nature Basically. clearly, as we've explained today, has a purpose for it's everything. It's figuring it
1: does. itself out, and we don't need to get in there. No.
0: It's all perfect, just the way it is. So, uh, yeah, check uh, us
1: out in all of our normal places.
0: Oh, yeah. Just the That's Worst Pod on hot. Facebook and Instagram, <laughs> and JTW Pod on Twitter. Yes. All right, everybody. Have a great week.
1: Peace out, friends. Bye bye.